Hi, this is John Ojaka from MusicMarketingManifesto.com, and you're listening to Behind the Note Podcast. You're listening to Behind the Note Podcast, brought to you by a musician for musicians. Here, you will get advice toward a successful music career. This show is made to educate, inspire, motivate, and empower. Now, here is your host, Chris Davis. Hello, welcome to episode number 52 of Behind the Note Podcast. We have a great show for you once again today, and I'm happy to bring to you somebody who is not a musician. And this is a very good thing. We're going to get a different perspective. Our guest today is a marketing professional and creator of Marketing to Crush Your Competitors. I love that title. I'm happy to present to you right now, Miss Fabienne Raphael. Thank you so much, Fabienne, for joining us on the show today. We're glad to have you. It's my pleasure to be here, Chris. So I'm really happy to have you because... You are not currently an active musician, and many of our guests in the past here have been. So I am so excited for your unique perspective. Uh, Before we get into that, though, we want to get to know you a little bit better. Um, I learned that you are, or are, and you tell us which it is, um, an, an Olympic athlete. Tell us about that. Is that true? If it's true, I was part of the Canadian team handball um, from 96 till 2008. Uh, So I represented my country in the World Championship, Pan Am Games, uh, Pan Am Championships and so on. And uh, actually, I was so close to make it to the Olympics in 99 we lost the finals against Brazil and uh, we had the silver medal and we needed the gold medal to be representing Canada in Sydney in the 2000 Olympics. So that's how close I was to the Olympics. But I don't regret anything about handball because it makes you grow as a person. Uh, I learned about discipline a lot and it really helps as an entrepreneur also to have those kind of values and uh, Uh, I had great time uh, during those years. So will you tell us uh, some things that you're interested in when you're not working? Well, right now, actually, I help women entrepreneurs building their online business and make it profitable and automated the most possible. So automation has to do with um, having your business functioning without you necessarily having to put a lot of effort into it. Of course, when you're building it, you have to put a lot of energy, but then there's a certain amount of sequences that you can establish in your online business. So at a certain point, you don't have to put as much energy into it and you still get revenues out of it. So exciting. So (laughs) and, and, and musicians, we don't generally think like this. So I'm really excited to get into this. But, but first, I want to ask, how did you get into uh, this expertise? It's a long story because I never thought I would be an entrepreneur one day. I was raised and born in a family, born and raised in a family that uh, thought that it's important to have a career, but go to university and then get a job and stay there for 35 years and retire. And that's it. So I was never really introduced into entrepreneurship until I met uh, my business and life partner today, uh, Reggie. And uh, when I met him, I was still working in a 
day job. And uh, he introduced me into like personal development and uh, having my own business and just like wanting to be my own boss. And of course, at first it was kind of, you know, out of my comfort zone. So after reading and studying, attending seminars, well, I decided to jump and become a consultant before, you know, having my own business. So that's how I started it. And along the way, I tried several things, several businesses and until um, I got into nice marketing event uh, from Dan Kennedy. And Dan Kennedy is like a guru in the marketing field and uh, attending that seminar opened my eyes to marketing. I understood then that my businesses would never have been successful because there was no marketing into it. And I was shocked. So after that, well, with, again, uh, training programs, readings, attending other seminars on marketing, I decided to focus on helping people to build their online business also and be more like aware of what that marketing is and establish different systems into their business so they can be profitable and have and flourish their business. It's so frustrating when you put so much energy into your business and you don't get the results that are uh, connected with all the efforts that you put in your business. This is so exciting. I have to ask the right questions. It's my responsibility and I'm feeling the pressure. <laughs> Let's start by defining marketing. What what is that exactly? And is there is there a difference between marketing and advertising or are they one and the same? I would say that marketing is being able to communicate the right pers the right message to the right person at the right time. That's how I uh, define marketing. As a musician or anyone in any type of business, you have to know who you're speaking to, in other words. Exactly. Yes. And like when you know who you're speaking to, actually not necessarily, okay, I know I'm speaking to a woman. But you have to know how old is that woman? What do they like? What keep them awake at night? Why do they love that kind of music, for example? Or what uh, magazines do they read about music? Which are their favorite uh, musicians or bands or singers? You have to know everything about your perfect client or your perfect listener. Because if you do, then you'll be more able to communicate things to that person specifically. So anytime they will hear you, they will have no choice of buying from you because you're speaking their language. And you were speaking of systems. What type of systems are you talking about? Let me talk about funnels. And I don't know if you your listeners are familiar with that term, but it's just a series of, as I said at the beginning, of sequences that you can establish. So you drive traffic from people to your website and then when they get there you have to offer them something that they would be crazy not to take in exchange of their email address so when you have when you catch their email address they're on a list 
So within that list, it's gold because you can communicate with your audience all the time. You can share with them your knowledge. You can share with them like what's coming up uh, in your business. You could also educate them on music, on what you know, on uh, who, who you are and stuff like that. So basically, when you will have an offer, when your product or your CD will come out or when you decide to help other people, and teach them music, for example, they will be so happy about it. They will be so attracted to your offer that they will buy it. So that I, I, I was talking from like traffic. So source of traffic, bring them to your website, capture their email, communicate via email and then offer them something to buy. Because if they don't buy from you, you don't have a business. We primarily want to get CD sales and concert attendance. Exactly. Those, those are our main goals as performers anyway. What are some of your ideas on how we can stand out from other musicians who are promoting albums and concerts? Well, I would say that try to figure out where your listeners are, you know, where your fans are. Uh, are they on social media platforms? Are they, you know, at certain time type of events, for example, like do they hang out at specific places and try to go meet them, know exactly what they think, what they are, uh, who they are, uh, who they hang out with and know everything about them. And then when you know where they are, hang out there too. So if they're on social media, if they're on Facebook, for example, try to join groups where they are and interact with them, not to pitch your stuff, but just to uh, make them know know you and share value with them. Give your opinion on stuff. Like if they discuss music, well, join the conversation and, and talk about it too. And if you're very active in groups, for example, I'm just giving that as an example. If you're on a Facebook group and you're very active, then people will notice you more because they will see you bring value to them. And then they will want to know more about you. And then this is how you, you start to uh, to get a name out there and people do research about you and probably or eventually they might they might buy you music. Same thing with, uh, let's say, if you want to give concerts to certain places, like where do you want to give your concerts? Is there a way that you could reach those places and see if you get you can get a contract to play there? Uh, a strategy that is not very much used uh, with people that are online or even like uh, brick and mortar businesses or I don't know about musicians, but it's just send letters, do marketing with direct mail. So sending letters to people that take the decision and uh, just presenting yourself and then saying, What's in it for that person if they have you playing in their bar or in their um, concert hall or stuff like that? It's important that when you communicate with your target client or with your uh, perfect client that you are communicating with them in a way that they know what's in it for them. 
you can't just talk about yourself saying how great you are, how good of a musician you are, how you've been playing for 15, 20 years and how, I don't know, a thousand people saw you at your last concert, for example. It's important to tell them what transformation they will experience if they hire you or if they let you come at their place and play for them. Oh, that's beautiful. So I want to ask you this question. Uh, first of all, you have a podcast. Uh, what is yes. it called? Marketing to Crush Your Competitors Podcast. I love that title. <laughs> I love that title because we want to stand out. Exactly. And, and we want to <laughs> crush our competitors, <laughs> as you put it. I love it. Um, but I know that for you, you were able t to get some heavy influencers in your market from the beginning and you didn't have any social proof. I mean, you hadn't started. So for us as a musician, we can also benefit from this. This can translate to a musician's career uh, in that we need established musicians. When we're first starting out, we need established musicians to help us in some way. It might be advice behind the scenes or it may be a very public thing where you're performing with someone well-established. So I said all that to ask, how are you able to get these heavy influencers in the beginning when you're just starting and you don't have anything to show for it? I did a lot of research. Uh, I researched. Well, first of all, I knew a lot of them from, you know, like studying them and reading about them and being at their seminars. So some of them that I met already or that I shook hands with, I tried to communicate with them right away. So if you have already some contacts in the music uh, area and you know like influencers in uh, the music market, well, go after them and just reach out to them. You will be so... Um, you will be surprised sometimes by the answers that you get. Some people you think they are like you can't reach them because they're so busy or they seem to be like everywhere at the same time. And then you reach out to them and they're happy to help you. So um, I would say that the most important thing is about building a relationship. What people hate is for you to use them. You know, like if you're thinking I'm going to use this musician because I know he's well known and he will get me to the top. And that's not a great way to see it. Actually, you have to think, what can you bring to that person? How can you, how can you make it enjoyable for that musician by uh, working with them or by being on the same stage as they are, for example? So again, what's in it for them to, you know, be do something with you, either music-wise or just talking to you? What can you bring to them, and how can you make them shine even more that they're shining now? So communicate with them and follow them on their, uh, if they have a blog, for example, or if they have social media accounts, follow them, comment on their blogs, comment when they, when they do a post. Um, and if you're very regular, 
at uh, commenting everywhere that they are, of course, they will recognize you. And at a certain point, you can try to reach out to those people and see if it works out. Of course, sometimes it does not work out the first time, but you don't have to take it personally because, I mean, people have schedules and sometimes they're overwhelmed or they have so much going on. They can't take you or they can't accept to do a project with you. But there's no way you need to just give up. I mean, six months after, you could still reach out to those people a year after and you might get a chance to get those people. And with my podcast, actually, I've been doing it for one year. And right now I'm at a point where people reach out to me to be on my podcast. So I don't always have to look for guests anymore. People want to be on the podcast. And this is because I've been doing it consistently and I've been reaching out to people and getting connections, staying connected with those people and sharing also their content and helping them with their stuff. So if you do that, karma says that it always comes back to you. Yes. And you just said three key words that I picked up on, which were consistency Connect and share. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. And I want to also say, for it's easy to connect as as you were uh, telling us how you connected with some of the great influencers in your niche. Uh, for us, it's not so hard. We have music conferences that we can attend as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those are great. Yeah, and many musicians travel a lot, you know, mm. so we can go to their concerts. And what a great way to show support. Uh, Let me just share. Concert. Yeah. Let me just share one uh, like great advice that you could you could apply to the next conference that you go to. So if there's one of those musicians that you really, really enjoy and you would like to reach out to to him or to her before the conference, try to reach out to them and say, well, hi, Chris, for example, I'm Fabienne. Um, I would love to, I'm looking forward to hear you speak at the conference and I would love to shake hands with you or just say hello after you're done. So if I come up to you and introduce myself, well, you will recognize me, you know? So the person is expecting you because you sent an email before so therefore, when you are at the conference and their speech is done and you go after and talk to them, they actually can call you by your name. And it had happened to me. So people are you're dealing with people and people remember the special attentions. And this is kind of like, yeah, a special attention showing that we respect them. You want to talk to them. You want to share and connect with them. And And you're going to shake hands. And of course, sometimes it's getting you out of your comfort zone. But if you do that, it makes you grow. Oh, I like that. Thank you for sharing that with us, too. So I want to ask you something else about this. Uh, I know that you talk about uh, owning your time. And we spend a lot of time planning performances. You know, it can be a second job. The planning of a performance. and we want to own our business, not the other way around. So I guess I'm asking for some advice on how we can reclaim our time and when it comes to um, marketing ourselves and getting in front of people. It's funny because uh, I'm part of a Facebook group that we were actually talking about that today. And uh, there was 
a, actually a VA that recommended to the whole group um, in order to regain their time to just every day write down everything that they're doing. So let's say right now we're doing a podcast interview, so we would write it down. And then after that, if you work on a blog post, you write that. And if you work on composing a song, you write that. And you write how long you spend with each of those activities. And at the end of the week, you have to look for the activities that are uh, always repeating themselves and see if it's so important that you are the only person doing those activities. And those activities that you can delegate, well, you will have to delegate them. And the activities that you are the only one that can do those activities, you keep them. What you have to evaluate also is how much those activities are worth. Um, running your errands, for example, is it as much worthy as uh, composing a song that make that can make you successful or that it you know you're very inspired and then you compose this chef-d'oeuvre that you th- you thought of like suddenly well this is something that yes you should put energy into because you believe in your product and you're crafting you're you're branding yourself with your music so that's important that you do it but other things like i don't know answering emails or uh your schedule and stuff like that well you could delegate it and regain that time so you could actually spend time into marketing your business Because you should spend a lot of time marketing your business more than just working in your business. Oh, wow. Thanks a lot. That's really great advice. We're going to apply some of those concepts as well. (laughs) I hope so. Yeah, that's why we're here. We're trying to help as many people as possible. So just take one thing, at least one thing away uh, from this talk today. And I'm going to ask one more question. Uh, what's, What's working for you best right now? in in your business that maybe we can take away with us as well and try i'm very good at connect with people and get people connected with each other of course i help uh, entrepreneurs with their online business automation to free their time so they can spend more time with their loved ones but When you're in business, you deal with people. And when you deal with people, you have to treat those people like human beings. And sometimes entrepreneurs do the mistake of treating people as transactions instead of people. So relationships are very important, not only when you communicate with them as a potential client or when you maintain that or nurture that relationship and, you know, communicate with that person in an ongoing way. So I would say that um, my one of my strengths is communicating with people and connecting with them and getting the best out of them and see also how I can help them. Because listening, if you listen to your people, you will probably learn more about them than if you just spend a lot of time speaking about yourself, right? So when you listen and you're very careful about it, you know exactly what your people are looking for. And then you can craft your message and craft what you offer to them exactly with what they want. So when you have it and you provide it to them, they will buy from you. Hey, you sound like a pretty good teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Because I'm serious, too, because you say the, the key phrase that I heard you say there was listen to your people. 
Yes. And and that is what allows you to connect. Exactly. Great lesson. Uh, <laughs> seriously, great lesson. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that's all for today. I appreciate you so much. Thanks, cool. Thanks for I really to enjoyed. Yes. Well, before before I go, I have something for your audience. Oh yes. Um, yeah, you could go at marketing to crush your competitors.com slash 27 strategies for free. So this is an audio about like 27 marketing, simple marketing strategies that you can apply to your business to help it become more profitable. Thank you so much. We're going to dig into that. And, and just to be clear, is it slash 20, is it slash 27 strategies? Yes, period? for free. For free? We have yes. to type in though, that phrase, for free? Yes, yes. Okay. Is it the number four? No, okay. F-O-R. All right, perfect. We're going to check that out. Thank you so much, Fabian. It was my pleasure to be here, Chris. And thank you for listening this far into the episode. You've reached the end. And as usual, I like to give a small recap of the show. I like to pull out a few key points and just recap. So the first is this in no particular order. Remember that when you're connecting with people that you, number one, you want to be a giver. So don't only approach people thinking about what they can do for you, but give something to them. What can you do for them? And that's just the best way to approach people. Secondly, uh, Fabienne gave an example of promoting yourself. She gave a Facebook example. And I like to remind you to do these, apply these concepts in real life, face to face, because there is no substitution for that. And the social media is just icing on the cake. It's a supplement, but it doesn't replace real life interaction. And finally, I wanted to remind you to be consistent, connect with people, and share. Thanks for pressing play. That's all for this episode, and we'll catch you in the next one. God bless you. Hi, you just listened to this entire show. I know you're a fan of the podcast, and so I want to say thank you in person because I'm hosting a concert, and I can't play it to an empty audience. I want to play it for you. You've been listening to the podcast. I want to meet you. I want to shake your hand and say thank you. So come celebrate this new release with me, November 16th, 2015. If you're going to be in the Chicago area or if you live there, come say hello. Learn more about the concert at BehindTheNote.com slash concert. Again, that's BehindTheNote.com slash concert. I'll see you in a few days.